Welcome to the iLeaps Early Careers podcast, where we explore scientific research related to the biosphere and the atmosphere, and share the personal experiences of our early career scientists as they navigate their way through academia. Our podcast today forms part of a series, which coincides with the iLeaps conference during March 2021, and in which we hope to introduce you to some of the Scientific Steering Committee members and also the Early Career Scientist Network Committee members, and through which we hope you learn more about the aims and motivation behind iLeaps. So today um, for the iLeaps podcast, we're going to be talking to Dr. Stefan Wolf, who's a researcher at the Max Planck Institute for Chemistry and who is also um, working at the Amazon Tall Tower Observatory, the Atto site in Brazil. He is also actually the chair of the iLeaps Early Career Committee too. So hi, Stefan. Hi, Gemma. <laughs> nice to hear you. Nice to meet you too um, and to, to talk to you today. So um yeah, so thanks for joining us, um, and we might as well just dive straight into the questions, if that's okay with you. It's completely fine. Cool. Okay, so um, let's get to know a little bit more about you then. So could you tell me maybe what inspired you to become a scientist in the first place, please? Well, this idea to get a scientist, this came up with the years, and already in my childhood I was interested in the phenomena, what nature was bringing to be outside and just to look at the sky and see when it started to rain. And um, yeah, so forest, climate, climate change, that was all an issue which is quite strong for me and accompanying my life. And so I did start my studies of meteorology. And um, I was also quite keen about learning a bit, uh, enhancing the understanding how it works to put the finger in the air and to say, okay, tomorrow it will rain. And then of course in the study, I learned the theoretic background about physics of the atmosphere and um, yeah, it was interesting. And so I got a deeper feeling for these interactions between atmosphere, biosphere, and the other spheres. And um, yeah. on the other hand, I was every time interested in the rainforest. Every time means when I was eight years, seven, eight, nine years it started. And um, so my idea was if it were a chance to bring this together, my meteorological background and working with forest ecosystems, especially in the Amazon, for example, that would be ideal. And that was basically the idea in the background. Brilliant. So you've kind of touched a little bit on maybe your career path so far, but could you tell us, you know, kind of what experience you've have led to you to get in the role that you've had now and maybe what you might have had to study or anything like that? Well, I think if you start a track or a way it's not completely clear where it goes to and where are some bands and what is the objective at the end. I think some something can change and something can develop in the way. And so I've started actually my studies with my pre-diploma in the course of physics, and then I could switch to meteorology directly in my main course. And after the study, I've worked two years for um, a scientific administration role in funding project and giving the governmental money for research projects. And then I came directly back to science where I went into the Atto project. So it was the role of um, learning more, getting a deeper understanding about the scientific processes, also about the administrative and scientific backgrounds of funding, and then going 
um, in this field of the Amazon Total Tower. And um, that was something where enhanced my knowledge from, yeah, I think from the middle of my yeah. studies on. So can you tell us maybe a little bit more about what you do at the Ate site and maybe what it, a little, explain a little bit what it's like for people that might not know that of course. listening to that. So basically the Atto site um, comprises the highest construction in Latin America. And Atto means Amazon Tall Tower Observatory. And it's a 325 meter high tower. And the idea of the tower is to study and understand better the interaction between biosphere and atmosphere. So we are measuring vertical profiles of trace gases, of aerosols. We are uh, measuring emissions and depositions of very different species. We are analyzing the footprint um, of hundreds, uh, thousands of square kilometers. And basically all this is to get a deeper and more complete understanding of the role of the Amazon rainforest for the region, for the continent, and for the whole planet. Within the Atto project, I have um, on the one hand my science. My science is related to the analysis of reactive trace gases. The profiles of reactive trace gases actually I'm concentrating on ozone, reactive nitrogens, CO2, and water vapor. And on the other hand, I'm working also in the organizational management part of the project. And um, the third very important column where I'm working on is the outreach. So I'm trying to communicate what we are doing, the outcomes, and to get in touch with the public and hope that our results will affect the decisions of policymakers. Yeah, that's really cool, Stefan. So you... Um... So obviously you've got a good background. So could you maybe, and you're involved with iLeaps, um, so could you explain maybe a little bit about, you know, what motivated you to join iLeaps and, and maybe explain a little bit about your role within iLeaps and also what you think being part of iLeaps brings to you? Yes, of course. So the first contact with iLeaps came up in 2014 when the iLeaps conference in Nanjing in China has taken place. So I've applied for the conference. I was accepted and I was really happy to go there. And um, I was impressed from the first moment on as the conference has started with an early career, early career scientist workshop which was taking place a whole weekend before the general conference. And that was a very good opportunity to get to new other early career scientists um, in which I kept in contact until today, a very close and regular and great contact. And so we started already to build up an informal network there. And the whole iLeaps conference was very fruitful and very intensive and um, yeah, very enlightening for me. And um, I thought this way of interacting, which is other, is a very productive and very creative and a very positive way to do science and to explain to your colleagues and to learn from your colleagues. And it was, I think, two, three years later when we got stronger in Latin America to build up and to expand our Latin America ILEAPS Early Career Scientific Park. And so um, we were a group of three, four people who were actually based in Manaus, in Argentina. And um, so we tried to, ex to exchange about our science, to promote a bit our knowledge and to interact with yeah, with each other. And we have built up uh, one website where we have shown what we are doing and uh, where we have invited new participants. 
And then in 2018, there was the IGAC conference taking place to that time in Breckenridge in the United States. And that was a very strong key point to expand our network. So we got much more participants from Latin America also at this conference and we uh, met at one or two nights after the official uh, sessions of the conference just in the city of Breckenridge. And then we have created some new ideas for our Latin American early career scientist network. And then we expanded it in a certain way. So not only to have the link to iLeaps, but also to IGA, to the YES community, to avoid that we have too many early career scientists network in Latin America, which are possibly doing kind of similar, similar things without interacting with each other. So the idea was to build one Latin American network where everyone from the early career scientific area could participate and work together with, with, with us. And we thought about an appropriate name and we called it LECUS, Latin America Early Career Earth System Scientist Network. And from then on, we started to enhance our visibility. And, um, we worked stronger also in online communication, in social media like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we have um, started a blog on our website, and then um, I was um, the chair for the iLeaps network for Latin America, and um, so I was also in contact with the overall iLeaps early career regional chairs. And um, yeah, that was the beginning of our um, over-regional interactions and the participation and um, the work in our global regional community. Thank, thank, thanks, Stefan. Yeah, it's really interesting. So, so there is a, you know, there's, it's cool to know that you can, you know, you can be part of more than one network, right? You, just because you might join one network, is you know, it's beneficial to to meet people, whatever network they're from, and you know, that, I think that's a cool way to look at it. If you're working on similar science or or even if you're working on different science, then it's cool to get to talk to people because it just expands your horizons I think, so much more as I, I think scientist. I think it's a very important point. And I think combining networks, being part of several networks, it's uh, giving an opportunity to get different aspects um, analyzed and to have an idea of different approaches to work inside networks and the different exchanges. And regarding to interact with people of your area, of your specific area, of similar areas, or of completely different fields, I think this is really important. So I would recommend to everyone who likes to communicate, to communicate his science, and I think this is basically mostly important for every science which we are doing to communicate it also, the results and the ideas. And um, I think it's good to communicate it with everyone, also with people who are not directly in touch or working not directly in the area of um, the scientific field. So then you need a different approach. Then you have to explain your work differently. And I remember one um, professor of theoretical physics I had, and that was amazing. And um, he has teached me a lot. And um, he once said in a lecture that it is a very important point that you always should be able to explain your science to a five-year-old child. And I think this is something we should have in mind, that that what we are doing should 
be possible and should be said in a very simple way to everyone who is curious about it, who would like to understand it a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. And and Stefan, have you got any other advice then that you'd give to early career scientists that maybe want to, you know, work in, you know, in the rainforest or maybe somebody that's really interested in biosphere, atmosphere interactions? How, and they're, maybe if they're, you know, they're still at school or maybe they're an undergraduate, how do they get, how would you, what advice would you give to get, for them to get started in their career? Just talk to people, write emails, get in contact with people, get an interaction and show your interest. Don't internship, um, be active. And so you automatically get more visibility. You are selling your interest. You are being one spot and the people can get aware of you also as a reaction. And then you have a good chance to just be part of something which we are interested in. So I mean, the point is if you would like to do something and if there is something where you are interested in, then it's just to knock on the door or to call the people or get in touch with the people. And if you're doing this, maybe even other people are getting in contact with you. And this is also the question of networking. Um, there is no contact which is too much regarding uh, uh, work together in a co collaborative field. And um, it's just about showing what you would like to do, showing what you have done and interacting with the others and showing what you are curious to do and asking others if you can join or um, if you can discuss your ideas with them. And what is yeah, also definitely. an inter interesting point, I think, which is important, um, try to get also in contact with experienced senior scientists, with people who are doing similar things which you would like to do maybe later. And maybe these are ideal professors or teachers for you regarding your career. So, um, Stefan, um, just another quick question then. Um, because we've talked about early careers and, and maybe some advice for them. What topics do you think are most important um, in like the most important topics now in biosphere atmosphere research? I think a very important point is how regional and global change, especially climate change, is affecting the ecosystems. Um, Tipping points is also a very important issue. The interconnection between different ecosystems, how regional changes affect global scales, connection of the scales. I think those all are very important issues which have to be analyzed deeper. Then I think what is really important is the communication of Earth system science. I mean, we already have done very, very strong work and we have very good outcomes in the last 30 years. If you only look about the question of um, climate change, we know it for, I think, roughly four decades. And the question right now is getting stronger how to implement the really important and urgent methods in all day life, in politics, in global changes of uh, economics energy use. And I mean, this is the point, I think, which should be discussed and analyzed stronger in the future. How do scientific outcomes can be implemented stronger and more quickly in practical use and in changes of politics? Yeah, that's a really good point. Thanks, Stefan. Thanks. So um, 
that's kind of the end of our questions that we have for you today. So thanks for coming to talk to us for the iLeaps podcast. Very welcome. No problem. Thank you. So that concludes today's podcast. Thanks for listening. And just to say, if you want to learn more about iLeaps, please go to our website, iLeaps.org, where you'll find a link to our early careers website, or you can follow us on Twitter at iLeaps underscore ECSN or our Facebook page. Thanks.